percent of the time it works every time. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I drink your milkshake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I am your host, Ethan Colburn. Uh, welcome, welcome back. Um, I, it's been it's been a little bit of a break, but it's good to be doing this again. It's good to be doing this again with Milo, who uh, I've done a number of podcasts with at this point. Uh, though it, it had been a while since we talked, it was really good to speak uh, speak, speak with Milo again. Um, I have a number of shows in the works, uh, hopefully we'll be doing some of the Oscar Best Picture winners, or sorry, not winners, nominees, before the winners are announced on March 12th, so, uh, watch out for those over the next month. Um, for this episode, uh, I'm pairing it with Cranberry Juice, uh, in, in, uh, in honor of, of Angel, so... In honor of Sergeant Angel, so uh, no fancy cocktail in particular, nothing, nothing uh, too too hard to make at home. So go ahead and pour yourself a big old cup of cranberry juice and um, and uh, enjoy this movie. It's a really really fun time. I had a really good time uh, speaking with Milo uh, for this conversation. So I hope you enjoy. All right, Milo, welcome back to the show. Hey, nice to see you. How are you doing? Nice to be back. I'm doing I'm doing really well. It's it's kind of hectic this year, but Yeah. We were just uh, talking about how how I like I like have completely destroyed your free time by making you watch a movie <laughs> and record a podcast in a in a week where you have sports and and uh homework and a lot more important things to do. So again, I'm sorry about that. No, it's completely fine. I think it happened multiple times too, because I remember when we recorded a. I think we did a Sean Connery one once, and I had to watch like seven movies. See, this was this was like my fault again. I think I signed I signed both of us up for too much because I realized you were a Bond fan, and we were like, "Well, mm-hmm. we should do a Sean Connery." I think again, maybe my fault. I'm <laughs> self reflecting here a bit. Um, <laughs> what was like we should rank all the sean connery episodes sean connery had just passed away or or, or, or um the, the bond films i mean and yeah i think i made you watch seven movies and i don't know how long so i i have a problem i guess <laughs> it was it was fine i remember it being like three days and i remember talking to my dad and being like Dad, I know we were watching like a show or something at the time. And I was like, I know, I know this is like really important. We've been watching it for like a week, but I got to go and watch three Pawn movies on like a very small MacBook in my room. Uh, (laughs) And so I stayed up. It was also during a week. And I talk about this week often because I was at my dad's house, like most of it. And like, I was doing a lot of stuff. There was a lot of theater that was going on and all this. And so I was only surviving the week on uh, oats and bananas. And that's all I ate for an entire week. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it was really bad. I got really, really, like, fit, though. Like, I felt yeah. like I was a superhuman, you know? That's what I need is an oats and banana diet. <laughs> yeah, it did. I mean, I got really skinny over time because of it, but like that week was so hectic it's 
it's parallel. Same with this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least this week it was only one movie, but still, I yeah. I mean, I could have, I could, <laughs> yeah. I could not task, uh, task underage people or just anyone, I guess, in general, any of my friends with uh, watching seven movies in a few days. So that was again my fault. Uh, nevertheless, you Completely came back. Yeah. For some reason. Um, <laughs> Here I am again. Here you are again. We talked about doing uh doing City of God. I didn't want to do I I just couldn't stomach a depressing movie at the moment. So we ended up doing Hot Fuzz. Um how Very do you feel about that decision? Not depressing film. No, not depressing. They're both like equal for me. I think Yeah. I I really love Hot Fuzz. I needed to rewatch it anyways. Um, but I also think it would have been a very bad decision for me to watch City of God with how my schedule was going and everything. Cause that's true. That would have been equally. It, I was I was really yeah. just trying to help you here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for looking out for me. Because <laughs> that at eleven o'clock at night after a hard day would be like, oh my goodness, why did I choose to watch this movie? Why did I watch City of God right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We love we love uh, City of God though. We'll do it another time. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a plan. So when when was the first time you watched this movie? Probably it had to have been some of the quarantine days. Actually, I know it is. There's a uh, bookstore right next to my house and they were doing a sale like half off on a ton of stuff and they have a huge collection of DVDs and I went there and I bought I think yeah, I bought Community season 1 cuz I was on a binge of that and that was like I think that's such a good season. Actually, no, season three. No, season three. That's actually the best season. Um, I haven't seen Community. It's very solid. But I'm missing out. I think out. it I also hit me, it hit me at the right time in quarantine because it's a very yeah. wholesome show. Uh, yeah, you, sh- you should watch it. It's very, it's solid. It's also kind of short. The episodes are like 20 minutes long. So Yeah, I miss, kind of I miss nice 20 bite. minute episodes, honestly. Like Netflix isn't yeah. doing those anymore. And now we're getting like what House of the Dragon, which is like yeah. sixty minute in depth full. Like I can't. It's a do commitment. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, but I got that, and I got um, Hot Fuzz on Blu-ray. And I went home and nice. watched it. Such a good movie. I I remember really loving it the first time. I think that probably about four times now, nice. which is crazy and, and kind of a short amount of time. But yeah, it's such a good movie. It's I it's maybe my favorite uh Edgar Wright. I used to think that um Versus the World was the best yeah, Scott Edgar Wright film. Yeah. Yeah. But that one over time it like becomes more and more of a pain to watch. Every because you understand the jokes. When you watch it the first time, it all hits you at once. But when you're mm. watching Hot Fuzz, when you're watching Hot Fuzz over time, you like forget about the amazing transitions and all this stuff, and it it hits you again when you watch it. It's it was a great joy to watch this time. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I definitely want to talk more about the rewatchability of it. I mean, it's so it's so rewatchable, mm-hmm. and I was feel like I was picking up so many new things this time, even though I've seen it a few yeah. times. Um, had you when you first saw this, had you had any introduction to Edgar Wright? Yes, I was a big Scott Pilgrim fan. I okay, also so you'd already seen watched... Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and Baby Driver I just recently watched because mm-hmm. that was my that was the only Edgar Wright that my sister could probably stomach out of all of them. So she made me watch it 
because she loved that movie. Um, yeah, so I'd done I'd done a few of this stuff. Uh, what does your sister not like of um of the other Edgar Wright movies? I mean, I just knowing my sister, I think she'd get really bored by them very quickly. Really, she likes. Yeah, I know, which is kind of interesting, but I guess I guess a good way to put it is uh. Gilmore Girls is her favorite show of all time. Um, she likes something that's like <laughs> you say that with such disdain. <laughs> it's not. I love that. Show okay, okay, too. okay. <laughs> but it's really sad because I'll be talking to her. I'll be like, "Oh, friend, you have to see this movie. It's just like Gilmore Girls." And she's like, "Nothing is like Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Nothing can compete." Oh my god, that's really? so funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, you, you, you touched on it a bit. It's like it um it there there's so many layers to it like i picked up just little tiny details this time that i hadn't even seen i it's 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 amazing that edgar wright like without having the clout that he does today like built mm-hmm. this movie for the next you know 20 30 years even even beyond that like he built he built a movie that could last for a very long time yeah. not knowing that it would necessarily last because he, he you know he just made mm-hmm. one cult comedy in Shaun of the Dead at this point yeah I, you were just talking about it those those little details like when you're watching it and one of my favorites is one of the ending scenes when he's walking into town and he has all of these guns on him and whatever and, and with the horse in the background you see a little poster that says good luck uh, I, I literally am blanking on the town's name now. Um, it's it's Sanford. Yeah, it said "Good luck, Sanford," and just knowing Edgar Wright, you know he placed that poster there because it is about to happen. It is. I mean, good luck. It's he, he's yeah. strapped to the nines, really. Yeah, yeah, no, I never, was... I never thought about, I never thought about that as saying good luck to the townspeople and dealing with him. But you're totally right. I be, uh, um, I did notice this time that after he comes back, there's an updated poster for the Romeo and Juliet play in one of the shop's windows with the two act- with the two actors that now took over the parts after they murdered the last two actors. Wow. Yeah. I was it the Crazy. was it the couple. Was it the couple they were talking about? It was the couple at that, the end. It was a couple that had the hoods on in the in the in the NWA yes. meeting. Yes, yes. That the ones that said I was in what a rendition. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in a, I was in straw I was at extra in straw dogs. Straw dogs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start from the beginning. I didn't even notice that one. Um so you've got Sean wait, Sean Pig. Jesus, Simon Pig. Um, he's the best. He's the best cop in London. Um, there's a there's a Peter Jackson cameo which I didn't know until later. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. The, I didn't even notice until this viewing that Kate Blanchett was in the movie. Like, did you realize that, or did you have to look it up? Because I only found it out after I looked it up. I was just looking at the cast. I'm like, Kate Blanchett's in this movie, and I had to go back and look at it. And, oh, that is Kate Blanchett. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Uh, it's it's so funny that they that they get her in it and they just have her behind a behind a mask the whole time. I feel like that's I that's got to be something planned, some ironic cuz I feel like she was she's the star in any movie with that specific cast. 
I feel like she would normally be cast as a star. So it's, it's kind of a jab. There really weren't any more. I guess, I guess, I mean, Bill Nighy and Steve Coogan were pretty famous at this point, but Kate Blanchett would have been the most famous. Yeah. Of, of, of the mm-hmm. cast. So it's just funny that they keep her covered. Um, <laughs> what do you think it is about the filmmaking that's so captivating in this? I will. I was looking it up right before it came on and I was like, how many cuts are in this movie? And I searched mm. it up. It said 6,000 cuts were in the movie. Jesus. 6,000 cuts. And I was like, well, what's the average? 1,000 to 2,000 is the average cut amount for a movie. I think just that shows like how he can keep you engaged in the movie because every second a different thing is happening. And it's not like you know, a DC movie or a Marvel movie where sometimes they'll cut angles for no reason just to show a wider shot of the action. Like, every cut is a new joke and uh, a way to spoof on the action genre in itself. And I I think that just shows, like, how good of a director he is to take something that a lot of people would call, you know, uh, poor filmmaking in, like, a thousand cuts, which he has in the film. and you know bring the best out of it which i think is super sick no it's a really good point because uh there there was a there was a movement away i think from from fast cutting like after after the early 2000 it got really popular in the early 2000s and a lot of action movies like the born trilogy um and then uh and then i think it was considered like bad filmmaking for a long time um but Mm -hmm. Edgar Wright, I guess, does it in like an artful enough way that people like point to him as a person that really can can do that, I guess. And I think it's just because of of the angles that he uses to cut and and the comedy that he just puts behind the camera. It's really it's fun. It's fun to have a comedy um, where where it's not only the actors being funny, it's the movie itself being funny. Yeah, yeah, it it kind of takes from like duck soup and those old like physical comedies yeah. in a really, really nice way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you do, you do spot new transitions every time. Cause I'm a guy for transitions, you know, watching parasite and seeing the transition where it's like their movement and the water's movement comes together. Oof. I was like, Oh my goodness. Gorgeous. So good. But this one has like a thousand incredible transitions um you know red blood stain transitioning to the red beeping of a telephone uh (laughs) like who would even think of that and even even dialogue like dialogue that you can hear cutting with something insane happening happening that relates to the dialogue uh you see that a lot when they're uh watching the movies together that's one of my favorite scenes of the entire film where they're watching bad boys and Martin Lawrence says, uh, I forget what he says. What? I think what he said, uh, he goes, I think he just says, because uh, it's the turns, the spinning right. part of the movie. Yes, yeah, the Michael Bay. Like, it's the Michael Bay rotating camera. Yeah, Michael yeah. Bay rotating camera. And he says, shit just got real. And then it's an explosion of a, of a <laughs> house. Cuts to an explosion of a house. It's just, it's so good. Yeah, he really doesn't waste a moment um, in this film. I have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that like every frame and painting YouTube video about how Edgar Wright does 
does like comedy and how it, like in his movies. Have you seen that? I I think is that so, the one where they talk about um they talk about the scene where he's moving where he like has the uh the plant and he's yeah i think they each. do yeah i think they do talk about that that scene in it yeah. um that scene it, it, he like um i just i just want to credit credit that channel because because this isn't an entirely original thought um but yeah so i mean i mean basically that 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 video essay kind of contrasts the way hollywood filmmaking in the 2000s was was doing things where it was very much like set up the camera and let let actors improv um mm-hmm. versus yeah. edgar wright who it's like he put so much comedy into that 20 seconds exactly like you're saying between between going from from london to sanford where he's on a taxi and then in the tea and then there's fast cutting yeah. and he gets waking up by the train and it's raining and it's <laughs> yeah it's gross outside and it, it, it he puts so much from his telephone it comes from his yeah. phone of like vodafone or whatever yeah and you see the signal uh, going down on the phone yeah yeah yeah, yeah no he puts so, so much he puts so much into that into that scene and i think it's indicative of the whole movie it's like it's perfect for like people with add because it just is all happening so fast i guess that's that's a really good way to describe it it is a movie where you do have to keep attention because uh i tonight when i was just watching it I found myself slipping away for maybe a minute and then I looked back up and I went, oh my gosh, I missed my favorite scene. <laughs> so I had to go and rewind and watch the whole thing all over again. And that's the type of movie that I like. I like a movie where every scene is the best scene. No, that was totally happening to me. I was I was like trying to take notes for this. Um, eventually I gave up on it um, <laughs> um, because I literally like I'd look down to take a notes. I, I'd, lo- I'd look down to take take notes and Paige is like oh my god you just missed that cut and it's that kind of movie yeah. where like every cut matters because every cut has some mm-hmm. sort of comedy in it or something's going on or it's it's yeah. um it's it's amazing that he he just like he puts that much effort into his into his into his filmmaking in that way where you know it's a dumb cop movie it would have been it would have been a decent fun romp if he put in half the effort really yeah, I I wonder how it was to film it because I I imagine it'd be fun to film a movie like that, but I mean 6000 cuts, you have to be shooting at all times and doing all these different things and the actors do it so well. How many takes do you think they've had of all of these specific individual cuts? Like it must have been a very arduous task to make the film and pull it off in the right way. That's a good word, arduous. Yeah, it must have been <laughs> It must have been. Um, yeah, the the uh, um, I was I was reading a little into this and 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 I was just reading that the actors had had just an amazing time on set. Like, as you can kind of imagine, like you have a bunch mm-hmm. of really fun people, most of them like like just an amazing cast, like right before a lot of them hit it big, including like Olivia yeah. Coleman and even this year, Patty Constantine with House of Dragon. Mm-hmm. Patty Constantine, yeah. Patty Constantine. What is it? Do you know? I don't even know. I okay. Don't know. I, I'm okay. I'm talking Patty about how Constantine. How, I'm talking about how big he hit it, and I don't know how to say his name. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, I mean, just like, just like a lot of a lot of really great actors before they hit it big. Um, who's your Who's your favorite? I mean, 
I guess we can roll out Simon Pegg and Nick Frost just in the leads, other than kind of like the co-leads. Who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite side character in this? I really feel bad for Michael. Which was Throughout Michael? Been Yarp. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think he, I, um, him and the old man who can't say a word, I feel like he, Edgar Wright, nails side characters so well that you'd love to see like a film of just that or more of that character. You only see um, who plays him. The is the the guy who plays the, the hound in Game of Thrones. Yes. Why is everyone in Game of Thrones? Because because <laughs> they just had to cast all. I mean, it, there were so many characters. They had to cast all the British actors. So all yeah. the British actors were either in Game of Thrones or Harry Potter or both. But a lot between of those both. two. <laughs> Between those two, they got all of them, and they're all employed mm-hmm. now, which is great for them. Yeah, really and that's why you can't pronounce a single person's name on the entire cast of Game of Thrones because they're all Irish or something. Yeah, yeah, they got a bunch of unnecessary yeah. H's and G's in there, and you don't or vowels. Uh-huh. You just don't know how to, how to say anything. Totally. Patty, Patty Constant, Patty Constantine, Patty Constantine. Who would do Steen on that? I don't know. To be fair, Patty Constantine is a pretty pronounceable name. I just forget which one it is. But uh, that's so that's more on me. <laughs> <laughs> I forget too. I. Okay, so it is Patty. Con- no, I were I was wrong in both ways. It is Patty Considine. Oh. So. That's actually kind of an interesting name, though. I've never heard that before in my life. Never heard that either. Uh, but anyway, he's just one of the uh, Andy detectives in this. And he's he does such a great job in his role. Those two characters, they're so they're depicted so well. Like the whole entire movie, you're just like, I just just shut up, please. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so annoying how good the characters are written. They're written in, with such personality, like the. Uh, um consistently they'll bring up things from the past and you'll forget about that joke it's like a sketch comedy routine where they'll have a joke at the beginning and you'll forget about it and later on they'll bring the joke back up and it'll hit twice as hard that happens throughout the entire film it's the actors really nail it on that aspect no that's a great point and like the first half is full of all these mini setups that i mean the first in the first viewing you wouldn't even catch like literally everything that every side thing that an actor said like this but this time i noticed that in the beginning of the movie they go like every farmer and his mom has a gun and then and then and then in the end of the movie he arrests the farmer and the farmer goes mom and mom yeah. pops out with a shotgun and it's like every tiny line like that is going to come back around to mean something in the end and it's just it's the script mm-hmm. full of these little tiny things it's just it's beautiful script writing really yeah it really is in terms of characters um i thought being a fellow bond fan uh you might mention timothy dalton oh that's timothy dalton well, you didn't realize that's you didn't realize Skinner. I didn't even realize that. Fourth watch of the movie, I didn't even realize that was yeah, Timothy Dalton. He's like, he's like, we're slashing prices, like heads will roll. That's Timothy Dalton. And he's so good in his role too. In the background of every shot, he's smiling the same way that he does. Like, oh man, I how did I not know this? 
What is it's wrong? It's so with funny. Me? No, oh, it's man. all good. It's all good. It's all good. I just thought you'd enjoy that. Um, yeah, but no, Skinner, Skinner like cracks me up in this. Um, I was also reading mm-hmm. that like that like um all the actors were freaking out that they're working with James Bond and he was just like the the nicest, like sweetest man on set, just like supportive yeah. of all the other actors, which I can imagine. But yeah, no, apparently like really, really good I... guy. See, I heard a story about this and they kept using the last name Dalton and I never put two and two together. Oh they no, this Dalton. goes even deeper. I know this is really bad now. Um, reading online that uh, for scenes that he wasn't in, but he was like a part of the rest of the cast, he'd show up to set and he'd like read the lines to people who were doing their scenes just to help him out. And I, was, I think it was Simon Pegg said that he's like the best actor to work with. But yeah, which I, makes me so happy. He's he might be he he's probably the most underrated Bond. Really? Yeah, he's so well done, too. He seems like someone I know in my own neighborhood. All of the characters, all of the adults, like every single one of the the people that were like, they called my name 50. They said I was 55. I'm actually 53. Like I've heard that somewhere. It it hits so hard. Those, those few comedic scenes with uh, Skinner, like when he meets him on the run and we're slashing prices. I think I'm a little concerned about your neighborhood though. Is it, are you, is there a watch group? (laughs) Like, are you going to be okay? No, there's you been been breaking the law. There's a golf course uh, <laughs> near us, and so there's a lot of really old old men that live around here. Yeah, it sounds um, right. It's a really it's a really bad golf course too. I can't believe they'd pick here of all places. But um, <laughs> whenever we go on like Halloween, every time you like, I'll, I'll go with my friends, and there are just some wild people out here, and like they'll open their doors and start talking like politics to you, and you'll be like, "What is happening right now?" Like, I don't um, this. Yeah, really. One of them has a Zen garden. And and we just decided to stop there. That was the end of our night because we knew we were going to mess something up with it. Perfectly round, you know. That's amazing. Raked. I know. Uh, my friend was about to step in the yard, just not even knowing it. And we were like, ah, and that's it. Like, that's our time don't... to leave. Yeah, maybe don't don't uh don't mess up his oh no, I was trying to the light there. Um yeah, maybe don't mess up his Zen garden. Jeez, that's 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 yeah. that's intense though. That's some dedication. I, I wish I had that kind of time really? and dedication on my hands. Or maybe it wasn't time and dedication. And we are right by golf course anyways. They might have just hired someone with a lot of time and dedication to work it out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um uh what's your favorite favorite uh joke in the movie? I think Olivia Coleman's one-liners throughout it are some of my favorite <laughs> parts of the movie. Or um even even like the the yarps come in at perfect times. Oh yeah. Like when he's on when uh Simon Pegg is on the call with is on a phone with Skinner and is trying to do the the yarp impersonations that hit me so hard this time. I forgot that scene even happened. I thought he just listened to whatever he was saying, but the yarps and the narps <laughs> yeah i've Those gotta say great. i've gotta say that's probably the thing that Paige and i no you know honestly the two things that i quote the most around the house from this movie just on a regular basis are just i'll just say yarp to things 
or more, more often maybe i'll just say narp but um <laughs> but uh that what's the ratio then, on yarps to narps I feel like I feel like some I feel like I usually say yup but then if 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 she's like hey have you done this I'll I think I think I say narp probably more maybe three times mm. as much but I'll say yarp as well and then if either of us say the greater good in any sort of serious context oh, <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's, there's a natural obligation to just go the greater good the greater good the yeah greater good. um which is just amazing um no I think the hardest I laughed in this was the was the was the he's about to appoint himself judge, jury, and executioner, and then, and then, and then Nick Frost goes, "I don't want to be judge, Judy, and executioner." <laughs> and Nick Frost comes, is so good in the movie. Oh. It just comes so quick too. It like it just comes and goes. I love when Nick Frost. There's a great part where um, they're talking to each other on the crime scene, and he's like, "There's something you forgot." You don't know how to shut off. And when he's running away, he's like not even running. He's like hobbling away like this. And the shot pan- like keeps on him for so long. It just like induces laughter as he just like kind of bumps away. Not even quickly, just kind of stumbles along the path. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good in this. There's so much physical comedy mm-hmm. between the two of them too. I I, I know we're, I know we're, I, I we're kind of focusing on uh the Edgar Wright of it all as we should but Simon Pegg is doing so much physically um just between his running and skidding out on a bike and he's just mm-hmm. he's, he and and um and his and his facial expressions like I I I'm not surprised you're going back to like the Marx Brothers but I mean you can even go back to like Buster Keaton and some of the other silent stars it's yeah. just a lot there's a lot of like athleticism to this comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah, I oh man, the the scene where they they watch the play, and you slowly see his eyes grow wider and wider, uh, and then it it cuts to it cuts to a song at the end. I uh, love uh, what is, what's the song? Love me, love me, love me say love that me. you love yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so funny on piano rendition uh it's that scene's really great i also love the bins that they throw constantly at each other throughout the film uh yeah. even at yeah, the yeah. end when he uses he flicks it up with his foot and uses it to to hit off the um the video monitor are there other scenes where where he uses bins yes the there's uh there's well there's a lot of nick frost gets hit in the head i think three times by bins. oh yeah Okay. Okay, that's and then right. Simon Pegg gets hit in the head once because he's laughing about a joke, and then they just chuck a, him a bin into his head, and then he uses that same bin to hit the right, video right, monitor right, in the right. head. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's that, that's that's so funny. Um. Yeah, I have to say though, this time I was like, I was so. I think. I think my other watches of this movie i've laughed a little harder at this i think i think this time i was so like just taken aback by how complex it was like i was almost like watching a magic Mm -hmm. trick more than i was watching a comedy yeah some of the scenes like the action scenes where he's uh doing all of these camera changes you're just watching like on the edge of your seat and even when they will make a joke in the middle all of it like when it's that fast paced there's it's becomes more like a riveting uh you know bad boys two type of fun action flick 
Yeah. What was your favorite? What was your favorite like setup and then payoff at the end? I loved how. Um, wait, what? Uh, who plays that role? The. Um, I forget what what uh what caught what what cop it is. Um, the police chief. Not the chief. Kevin Eldon's uh character. Don't know who it is, what is but I believe you. Uh, Tony Fisher. Tony Fisher. Um, he I, he takes over every single interview that he's in at the beginning, uh, and yeah. at the end, at the end, you see him like in depth explaining all of his acts in the final sequence, even though he's probably the one that does the least in it. Oh, you're talking about his surprisingly perfect got Sunday? a laugh. Is that the guy? Me. Yeah, yeah, the perfect Sunday yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. At the end, at the end, when it's um when all everything uh ends up happening they cut to a scene where they're they're slowly panning over to Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and he's like sitting there like well you know it was a very hard thing to do and it's just that one really got a laugh out of me for no reason yeah 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 no i totally get that i i just i mean i i mean probably one of the simplest ones is how at the beginning of the movie like um Angel is pointing out all like like he's trying to get him to be vigilant and he's like that guy could have a gun under his coat like what's he hiding what about this lady that's sweeping the side oh, what then... about this person and and then and then you're you're kind of reading as like oh yeah they're just like bored cops trying to figure out like but then but then like all those things that he points out turn it turn out to be totally accurate and like everyone everyone's just like absolutely like packing these massive rifles yeah the one of the best is the guy in the green uh, coat that he says he yeah. might be hiding something like randomly opens up his coat and has like an entire artillery underneath yeah. his coat. It's hilarious. It's that's one of the best ones. Oh, Amazing. Pause. we have a we have a dog in here. We have a dog. Oh, my gosh. I love all these, we have a dog I love in all here. these pets you have in your room. This is why I closed this door. But this is my dog here. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Her name is Penelope. Penelope. It, we it's hard to say names when you have a deaf dog. Uh yeah. I don't know. We we only do barely any sign language. Like she knows a little bit of sign language. Do dogs this, do dogs learn it, sign language? Will, will dogs learn that? Yeah, deaf dogs do learn some sign language, but That's she amazing. doesn't uh she doesn't know a ton. But it's really funny to see my mom doing like crazy hand signals. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah. mean something, and you're like, eh, I don't know, I don't know if that really means anything. Uh, I can uh, see that. That's really funny. What we're talking about? Oh, just the guy packing and like all the guns, um, all yeah. the payoffs that happen in the end. Yeah, and then I love, I love the gag. I love the gag throughout of of her, of her doing the crossword, and then he's like hag, and she's like, yes. what? and then he's like it's like six across or whatever she's like oh thank you and but and then at the end it comes back and she says fascist which doesn't even make sense but it's hilarious knowing that that happened at the beginning of the film right right because because he says fascist or like how well, does she that says play fascist she yeah, at the beginning of the says... movie she says she says how are you doing today fascist <laughs> he goes she's like it's a type of government or whatever governmental system and he said fascism, and then he says hag to do the rest of the crossword. Right, right, but at right. the end, she says like duck uh, fascist or something like that, and just starts 
like blazing tons of bullets at him. It's and then he finishes her off and says, "Hag." <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like everything. Everything just comes back around in this. Um, is this so? Did you say earlier that this is your favorite Edgar Wright? Yes, I believe it is. Um, I think it's. I think the replayability is what does it at the end of the day because I think that this and um, uh, end of the world is are, are two ends. of like no, not at the world's ends. I'm not a big fan of that one, but uh, uh, versus the world. My my bad. Oh, I just combined I two of them. I combined. No, two you kind of did, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, uh, versus the world is was my favorite for the longest time. I think it might have been just because it was the first one because I watched. But that, I think, is probably the best of his. Uh, this, I mean, just because of how much he's showing off technically and the jokes, like, layered on layered, the amount of jokes that you have. It also is, like, just a great action film. Whereas yeah, it really I think, is. I think that Scott Pilgrim... Like, action-wise, it's good, but it's kind of comical, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's a little too comical for me at the end. So for it to be like, all oh, these scenes actually are dramatic, I just know something really stupid is going to happen, and the next, <laughs> uh, you know, the next punch is going to, you know, explode in some way, or something really wacky is going to happen. Uh, whereas this, it, it feels a lot more grounded, uh, and I do I do enjoy it that way. Are you are you more of a fan of this than um than Shaun of the Dead? Because I feel like those those two are especially similar tonally. Well, here's the thing: is that I've seen At World's End, but I have not seen Shaun of the Dead. Oh my god! Wow. What I you, know you gotta you gotta see that immediately because I feel like that's the one that you'd. I mean, those two always, I always go back and forth depending on which one I've seen more recently and which one's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I've not actually seen At World's End. Um. So that's where I will report back to you. But uh, but you absolutely need to see Shot of the Dead. I feel like you'd love it. It's just, it's very similar yeah. in that it has all these setups in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's gonna be just my thing. I really was trying to give At World's End because everyone says it's the worst of the trilogy, and right. I was like, I'm gonna be the one to think differently about this. It's gonna be yeah. phenomenal, and it's just it's fine. It doesn't pack any of the same punches as the as um hot fuzz does or what many people say as uh shot of the dead does but yeah i'm so far i am a bit a bigger fan of this than shot of the dead really haven't watched a lot of his films recently i think the last time i watched one of his films was probably baby driver i rewatched it recently and while i do really enjoy that one it seems like when you think of it in the grand scheme of things, the story doesn't really hit you as much as this one does. And the ending especially is just very dull compared to what I'm really used to seeing with Edgar Wright. Um, so yeah, Baby I, Driver not... I was obsessed with when it came out and I, I don't think it really, I don't think it really held up on the, on the rewatch. Mm. Although I really like the parts that are the same type of thing you see in, Scott Pilgrim and Hot Fuzz were like on the wall, the lyrics of the song that he's listening oh. to in his headphones play out. So good. So good. I watched it with my dad and 
uh, it was really sad because I, I finished watching it and I was like, what a great like movie. What a really solid movie. And he was like, eh, it's fine. I didn't see anything <laughs> special in it. It wasn't like, the car with scenes, it as much. The beats, everything. Like it was really music focused. I think that was a really cool spin, but it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't hold up as well. Speaking of uh, the car scenes, uh, to uh, to uh, kind of get us back onto track here, what what's your favorite chase in in this movie? Well, I think the funniest is obviously um, the five second one that happens when it's the two actors on the road. That one gets me every time. Which which one? It's uh, where they're sitting in the car and he's checking the speed of everyone that drives. Oh, <laughs> and Nick Frost is like, cool that you ever did like car uh, car chases and all this stuff. And uh, uh, Simon Pegg says, not everything's about car chases. And immediately a car goes too fast and he uh, hits the brake. He hits the uh, gas and goes really quickly and catches him. And uh, Nick Frost is like, that was incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you as the audience are hoping for an actual car chase, which you do end up getting at the end of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the best chase scene, though, is definitely the hooded man that they are talking about in their car. And then when they go into Skinner's shop, they see him stealing stuff and chase him through everything. And like, a, they try to, they jump the fence and Nick Frost runs through it and all the stuff like that. Like, that whole scene i really really enjoy i i remember seeing at one point in the fence jumping scene because he obviously he jumps and then jumps and then i think on the third or fourth fence he does a backflip or something there's one of those fences simon Pegg just jumps and then stays down and then there's a stunt double that jumps up really does that make sense? So it's like it's like an old movie trick. I get, of like, yeah, I get of what like you're if there's like a transition, he like he like jumps but then stays down and the next guy jumps. The and just like two, keeps going. The first two fences don't look very athletic. It just looks like a normal side hop. Right. Uh, and then the last and one the he does some pretty sort of low flip. Too. Yeah, yeah. Some crazy thing. And I think on that one too, which is kind of an overload, is the one where Nick Frost um runs straight through the the fence itself. Yeah. What do you think the budget was on this movie? Oh, this is actually like a trivia type question. I feel like sure, that it's got to be at least at least high. I mean, Kate Blanchett was in it, but maybe they were friends with Kate. I don't know. Who knows? I don't, uh, think, they, I don't think they paid Kate Blanchett or they at least didn't pay her much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe a little fee to get her there or something. <laughs> huh. I I guess I'll I'm normally pretty good at trivia and stuff like this. I'll guess I'll say eight million. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. What can I say? What can I say? It is in GDP, uh, but 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 we'll count it. You got the right. number right. I, I that that's yeah. very very impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a I mean, weird talking... way to calculate <laughs> GDP. <laughs> Wait, no, no, great. Uh, like like in pounds, like G. Oh, G GDP oh. is what I meant. I 
I said GDP. I went gross. I yeah yeah, yeah. gross domestic product. No, I I'm tired. Yeah, I, I meant I GBP, like, wow. like Great British Pound. But uh, yeah, okay, thank you. yeah. No, I didn't mean. There's probably a little mean, bit more. That'd be weird if they if they talked about a movie's GDP. Like, huh. um, <laughs> too much econ. Yeah. Um, Avatar's GDP is on the rise recently. Yeah, um, exactly. They're doing really well. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It's um, but. But again, I think I think it shows like how much he's doing with the editing because I would have thought this movie cost a lot more just given how much action is in it mm-hmm. because there's so much happening. But I think it's amazing how he's able to do all that with with a relatively small budget. Yeah, it's like a it's like, like you everything think of, everywhere all at once type thing. Yeah, the budget a, is that's a great example. The budget's incredibly low, and it's also kind of similar, not similar, but very both films that use tropes and uh gags like physical gags to pull off good comedy um i feel like i feel like uh he might have edgar wright kind of paved the way for for that to happen maybe edgar wright walked so that the daniels could run well i love that no i never thought about that um that's a really really good point because i think that movie you're right. I think does a lot with a small budget, and um, both movies sort of have a contained, uh, like a like a contained set, um, to save money. Like everything ever mm-hmm. all once basically takes p- place mostly in an office building, in order to not yeah. you know not go crazy on 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 set designs so that they can go a little crazy on costume, um, mm-hmm. and and they both get creative with transitions and get creative with like in our very are very maximalist i guess but um it's a really yeah. good point it's a really really good point damn you should write it like an essay on that i i'm not good with it you know i started writing i i made a deal with myself i said i'm gonna write a good review i'm, I'm gonna write a ton of good reviews um until the end of high school and i'm gonna go back and look at the beginning one and like i, I was gonna do a whole series of them oh, i'm like, on like, your my fifth one yeah i'm on my fifth one and I am very convinced that I'm never going to progress here. I'm like this with my with my <laughs> writing right now. I started a 12 Angry Men one, which I feel like I can do a ton on because it's like my favorite movie of all time. Fascinating I've movie, it, yeah. I've watched it. Uh, I watched it 12 times once in a week uh, as oh like a joke. 2020 <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> that's Yeah, 2020 was crazy, but that's quite a that's quite a commitment to the bit. Yeah, um, I have like a whole... I think I have a ton of reviews on it, but I like <laughs> all of my all of my essays that I've written. But the, my best review was probably one of Mishima, and I was like, "This is horrible. What is wrong with me?" I every time I'm like, "I'm gonna do this." I feel like I I think feel like I have it, and it just it peters out over time. <laughs> Give yourself some time. It's only been a couple. It's only been a. It's only been a couple years. You're you're in what grade at this point? Eighth. Eighth okay grade. yeah i mean i mean you know like you've got got a couple you know you've mm-hmm. got you've got high school to come and all that and you'll you'll keep writing essays it's actually it's honestly probably good practice to just be able to crank out writing yeah. on on a moment wait a little bit for the ebert and dickinson to come to me <laughs> um, before i can really start getting things rolling hasn't, hasn't blessed you yet the yeah the, the 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 great the great gods of writing haven't come down yet yeah, I thought it was going to get to me uh, at this point, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like my luck's there. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, anything else you want to talk about with Hot, hot Fuzz? 
what was I gonna say? I had uh oh there was some some scene I really wanted to talk about. Oh, I wanted to talk about the final scene because and not the final scene, but you know, the the climax of the film. Yeah. Uh Skinner's a very brutal uh Oh ending. god. It really bothers me. You know, there's something that really bothers me about the about the 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 prospect of a really sharp object going through the bottom of my chin. And that he keeps talking. Oh that, that's even worse. Uh and I just wanted to to ask about that final scene. <laughs> Do you think they went a little too far? Because when I was watching the movie this time, I was like, the when sh- one of the ladies, the horticulturalist, gets stabbed with the shears, the CGI and everything, I was like, well, I like a lot of this stuff, but I forgot how goofy this can look. And then that one was so brutal that I had to like pause and skip past that entire scene. Oh because no! <laughs> it it just got it got to me. You know, it reminds me of like I used to uh i don't know what's a what's a good example of those like squirmy things have you ever watched uh dr pimple popper yeah i have watched dr pimple popper yes that's what it reminds me of have you seen have you seen titan yet so i started watching it and i had to stop okay well then about 20 minutes into the movie and i was like oh my god and i just i stopped watching the movie uh wasn't the car scene that got to me it was just the when she stabs him with a hairpin and then breaks her own nose afterwards to uh i don't that movie is crazy yeah not to get too into titan here but but yeah no i was at the i was at not the premiere but i saw it at the Cannes film festival and and um and uh the the scene where she breaks her nose that's when like there was like this group of Italian girls that were that was all like, nope, we're leaving. And then just like left <laughs> immediately. They were like, we have had it with this. Yeah. Um, it was even, yeah, that, that scene that kind was of... even worse because it was persistent, you know, like that oh, scene yeah. really just keeps going. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so like, brutal. Cut, cut right now. Yeah. And, and it's so funny because J- Julianne Decrono is such like a, she seems so girly and cute. And it's just funny that like all this stuff yeah. is coming out of her brain. Um, She's such a, like, you gotta look at like David Cronenberg and it, or like John Carpenter. It makes sense that they direct like scary horror movies. And but, like her, you're like, when they talk. you would not. Yeah, they sound like, they when sound they like talk, horror They narrators. sound like they're insane. They sound yeah. like they have these deep, dark thoughts and she's just completely different. You ask her about her favorite films and they're like all of these really fun romps <laughs> and you're like what i love that for her yeah that's great um, but uh what's the only one that she made i forget it was a cannibalism uh, raw movie? which i have not seen yeah i believe it's cannibalism um have you seen mm-hmm. have you seen uh have you seen uh bones and all no i was gonna watch it with a, a friend of mine and they pulled out after reading what the synopsis of the film was See, I I took I took Paige to the theater without telling her what the synopsis of the film was. I just mm. told her it, Timothy Chalamet was in it, and it's and it's by the same guy that did Call Me by Your Name, and she was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then and then and then uh and then you know and then the cannibalism started. She was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know." Yeah, people say it's really good, and I really I really really wanted to see it, but I think I had to see it with someone. I don't know if I would have 
really gotten out of that theater if I hadn't. Uh, so I, I just yeah, couldn't do it. Anyway, we went on a little body horror tangent, but yes, it's, I mean, I think, I think what's amazing about actually all three of those is like, they, it freaks you out in a way that you would in like a new feet, like that's a very new fear that I didn't know I had was something going mm-hmm. through this very soft spot that's underneath my chin that just does seem yeah. like it could easily be penetrated by something. And the fact that it and just the more sort you of touch like... it, the more you're like, ah, that's, that's really bad. <laughs> exactly and then you're like is there any veins going right there that's got to be something there's got to be something there there's got to be yeah it's got to be some stuff in there um anyway that's that's a problem um (laughs) so it sounds like you think they went too hard too far edgar wright went too hard with the uh with the church steeple no i'm i'm fine with it i just (laughs) uh that scene i feel like i feel like the film would be worse off without it because it's such a great end um that that is just like because you see him flying through the air so elegantly and you know what's gonna happen uh and i feel like <laughs> if he just died in a normal way it'd be it kind of be uh disappointing so i guess yeah. going all out like that is good but it also i just i don't want to go to sleep at night now it's it's memorable just, it's memorable mm, for sure Damn. yeah that's funny um yeah anything else anything else we didn't touch on no i think that i think that we've kind of covered all the bases oh yeah we kind of covered body horror uh covered body horror we covered edgar wright we uh yeah edgar wright cutting transitions transitions lots of things but we had a fun time irish irish names uh irish names yeah and then and then uh and then we didn't record our whole our whole quidditch conversation we had a great conversation about quidditch to start yeah off very interesting as, as sport. one does yeah very very fascinating sport mm-hmm. okay um you know how we wrap this up uh you have to do a quote in character have you given this any thought did you plan ahead this time no and you know i used to i don't expect and... people to plan ahead people feel like they have to plan i don't i, I it's fun well, because i i'm ahead. not i'm not good on the spot uh <laughs> and the only quotes i know are from bond movies because of the of the week of because of know, all the Bond movies that made you watch. of all the Bond movies that I that I watched with you, um. Okay. So, okay, I'm gonna go one of my favorites, and I just recently rewatched the movie, and so good, so good. Uh, and I'm not gonna do the accent because I'm sorry. This time it's not this. It's not gonna be it. Um, I think I did it. <laughs> I did some quote last time for like a a foreign artist and i thought i was gonna make myself look like a fool trying to do uh that <laughs> yeah. like an accent um Didn't work out. and i'm not doing a new york accent so uh as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster that's so good hell yeah and you put that in the beginning of our show oh i did do that, that? tight full I circle why i think that's some sort yeah. of like some sort of like social media thing where I was like, if you share it, I'll, I'll do a raffle and then you can put a quote in the intro song. And uh, that ties it all back together. You put that, you put that quote in the beginning of the podcast. Sick. I guess there you go. Sweet. Look at that. Well, this has been fun. It's good to talk to you. I will, Mm -hmm. uh, I will stop assigning you things and let you actually get some sleep (laughs) and enjoy life. Um, I, I apologize 
and it's well, been fun. it's fine. I I always enjoy it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's always fun to talk to you. We'll mm-hmm. we will do this again soon. All right, sounds good.